0: Morty Barrett is the longtime executive editor of the Boston Globe and the Washington Post and generally regarded as one of the finest journalists and executive editors of this generation. An excerpt of his new book has appeared in the Atlantic magazine. It details his years running the Washington Post during the Trump era. The first paragraphs tell the story of where the Washington Post came up with the phrase, Democracy Dies in Darkness. It's incredible. I'm going to read from Marty Baron's book. I should not have been surprised, but I still marveled at just how little it took to get under the skin of President Donald Trump and his allies. By February 2019, I had been the executive editor of the Washington Post for six years. That month, the newspaper aired a one-minute Super Bowl ad with a voiceover by Tom Hanks, championing the role of a free press, commemorating journalists killed and captured, and concluded with the Post's logo and message, quote, Democracy dies in darkness, end quote. The ad highlighted the strong and often courageous work done by journalists at the Post and elsewhere, including by Fox News' Brett Baer, because we were striving to signal that this wasn't just about us and wasn't a political statement. Please, stop. Brett Baer has never done anything journalistically courageous. In fact, he is one of the great cowards that has ever sat in an anchor chair. Brett Baer was afraid of his audience, terrified, just like Josh Hawley was terrified as he ran for his life from the insurrectionists he incited, just like Ted Cruz was afraid for his life, hiding in a closet from the insurrectionists. He incited, Brett Baer is the anchor of a network of lies that was forced to pay nearly $1 billion for a conspiracy of lies that has poisoned American democracy in the plain light of day, not in the darkness of the night. What Brett Baer did was refuse to deliver the news. And yet, in the clubby, insular, clicky world of Washington, D.C. press, Brett Baer isn't just a good journalist. Brett Baer is courageous, a hero. What complete and total fucking nonsense. But I continue with the reading. Even that simple foundational idea of democracy was a step too far for the Trump clan. The president's son, Donald Trump Jr., couldn't contain himself. You know how mainstream media journalists could avoid having to spend millions on hashtag Super Bowl commercial to gain some undeserved credibility? End quote. He tweeted with typical two bit belligerence. Quote, how about report the news and not their leftist BS for a change? End quote. Two years earlier, a month into Trump's presidency, the Post had affixed, quote, democracy dies in darkness under its nameplate, on the printed newspaper, as well as at the top of its website, and on everything it produced. As the newspaper's owner, Jeff Bezos, envisioned it, this was not a slogan, but a mission statement. And it was not about Trump, although his allies took it to be. Here's the thing. Democracy doesn't die in darkness. It dies in the plain light of day. It dies in plain sight. It dies because of lassitude, because of apathy, because of corruption. It dies when a former president of the United States, on the very same day, threatens to execute a four-star general, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, with no outrage from members of his party. It dies when a former president of the United States leading in his party for the nomination by 50 points decrees that he's coming after the free press. He's coming to get the journalists. He's coming to take away the airwaves. He's coming to lock them up. Donald Trump isn't keeping secrets. Donald Trump and his MAGA fanatics are telling us every day, all day long, from morning to night, that they intend to burn down the American Republic. They intend to take away freedom of speech, freedom of press, freedom of worship. They keep saying it, and they mean it. We stand in this country at the edge of an abyss of our own making. We have put our country into tremendous danger, and we have risked the futures of our children and grandchildren because of the recklessness that we all share in. The United States of America is facing a profound crisis, and in the end, the Democratic Party will be unable to hold back the Trump tide. Understand this, a party that does not have the integrity and the wisdom to throw Robert Menendez who was caught red-handed with gold bars and hundreds of thousands of dollars of cash sewn into his suit jacket liners overboard for corruption that is obvious and unmistakable and clear to the American people. The standard to serve in the United States Senate is not being acquitted in a criminal trial. And the fact That the majority of the Democratic Party's leaders, from President Biden, to Chuck Schumer, to Dick Durbin, do not understand that, means Donald Trump is on a glide path to winning the next election. His allies have a plan. Their plan is to completely dismantle the American government in six months' time. They've written it out. It exists. They mean it. Why is it that the Democratic Party cannot stop this? Whatever the reason may be, they can't. That means it's in the hands of the American people, not the Democratic Party's Washington politicians. The American people face a great test, a great reckoning. The practice of citizenship can be avoided no longer. We stand at an hour where every inch of progress that is accumulated against 250 years of time that has lifted the human being from a condition of servitude and economic misery to prosperity and freedom, stands to be erased. We are living in an ongoing story that is one of the most significant events in the history of the United States. On a seven-year basis, the American democracy— founded in 1776, has eroded. It has collapsed in substantial ways. Everywhere, there is corruption. The American people look at Washington, D.C., and they see one of the most corrupt Congresses in history. They see the most corrupt Supreme Court in history, and they see a fascist movement on the march. This is the morning.